when Jean Gilbert was found shot to death in the basement of his estranged wife's home, police knew they had a murder on their hands. But could they make the charges stick? This is the case of Terry Gilbert. Viewer discretion is advised. Terry Gilbert was born on May 8, 1947, to a hardworking family. After she graduated high school, Terry left her trailer behind and went to New Mexico. She would then get married a number of times, one ending in divorce, and her second marriage ended when she shot and killed her second husband, mistaking him for an intruder. Terry was never charged in a case, although she was the prime suspect. Years later, she would then bump into New Mexico prosecutor Jean Gilbert. Jean Gilbert was the creme de la creme of New Mexico. Everybody wanted to be his friend and every woman wanted a piece of him, and Terry was no exception. However, in Terry's case, while Jean used to look for more than one night stands, with Terry, he wanted not only to have her heart, but he wanted to have her hand in marriage. And that is what he did. Within a few months, the couple was married and then Jean moved into Terry's house at Roma Street in New Mexico. Once they settled into married domestic life, Terry immediately took on the role of the perfect housewife. She made him perfect lunches, fixed his tie in the morning, kissed him on the cheek before he left for work. For Terry ran her own business from her home. And where she lived was nothing but a five-minute drive to the courthouse. The first few years of marriage were great. Jean even began running for city council. And Terry was right there by his side like any good political wife. Everything seemed to be going well for the couple, or at least that's what it appeared to be on the outside. According to sources, the inside of the Gilbert home was somewhat tumultuous. Jean would have affairs throughout the years, and Terry just could not seem to understand why. Terry will also write in her diary that Jean was very inconsiderate of her feelings, and he was sometimes verbally, emotionally abusive to her. She also claimed that while she played the perfect political wife in public, Jean degraded her in private. And not only was he having an affair with a local attorney that worked at his law firm, he had been having an affair with this young lady for about four years, and eventually Terry came to accept the relationship. She had tried everything in her power to make him stop seeing this young woman and Jean just would not give her up. In 1986, Terry would file for divorce from Jean. Jean was struck in the heart with a dagger when he was served those papers at his law firm. He immediately rushed home and confronted Terry and begged her to put the proceedings on hold. Terry claimed that she would only put the proceedings on hold if Jean promised to give up his relationship with his mistress. Jean agreed, and Terry did not finalize the divorce. 
However, as most men do, Gene went back on his word, and it wasn't long before Terry discovered that. Within a few months, Gene was back in a relationship with his mistress, as if he and Terry did not talk about anything. Terry once again told Gene to get out and file for a divorce. This time, she seemed serious. However, after being married for over 10 years, the couple had long history and a deep connection. So it wasn't easy for Terry to just cut her feelings and her love off for Jean. Over the next few weeks, Jean will work to gain Terry's trust. On top of him having an affair, Terry had also discovered that Jean owed everyone from the state of New Mexico to the IRS and the only asset in their marriage that was left for the IRS and Jean's collectors to take was their home, and that was Terry's. Terry was not going to allow Jean to take everything that she had worked so hard for. She tried to stick to her guns and stand on business with Jean about leaving her alone and moving on with her life. However, Jean continued to try and woo her. He even got them weekend tickets for Las Vegas. It was a fun weekend. It was just like old times. On the plane ride home, they were holding hands when Jean asked Terry for the equity in her house. The equity in Terry's house was more than enough to pay for Jean's collector's fees. And Terry agreed. When the plane landed and the next day, Terry went down to the bank and signed the refinance papers to get the equity from her home. However, a few days later, after going over a list of debts, Terry found a credit card bill that Jean had run up with his mistress, and that was the final breaking point. Terry once again told Jean to get out, and this time she told him it was for good. Over the next few weeks, the couple will continue to spar and tensions will begin to boil. And one night, it all came to a head. Terry was in her home office when she heard her front door open. She immediately grabbed her Smith & Wesson and hid in the basement. She claimed that a man would then follow her to the basement and come towards her and she opened fire on him. Running up the stairs, panicked, she called 911. When police arrived five minutes later, they would find Jean Gilbert dead at the bottom of the basement stairs of the home that he once shared with Terry. When police notified Terry that she had indeed shot and killed her husband, Jean Gilbert, Terry was distraught and remorseful. However, what was worse for Terry was the fact that the police did not believe her story. They claimed that when they sat in her home office, they could see Jean Gilbert's car parked directly in the driveway, meaning Terry would have known that it was Jean coming in the house. They also claimed that Terry smelled of perfume or soap when they arrived at the home, indicating that she may have showered before she called police. They also found damp clothes in a dryer in the basement. That was enough for Albuquerque, New Mexico police to issue an arrest warrant over 12 hours later. 
the next day, Terry Gilbert was charged with the first degree murder of her husband, Jean. She would then be released on $50,000 property bond and returned to her home to await her trial. Her trial was one for the books. As not only was Terry labeled a black widow, she was labeled a double black widow. For by this time, the news of her second husband's death had made the headlines once again. And people started to wonder, would Terry get away with it this time? When her trial began, the prosecution had no problem laying out their case. Terry Gilbert, they said had murdered Jean. Prosecutors believed that Terry Gilbert had murdered Jean because of the fact that she was upset over the years of public and private embarrassment that Jean had caused her. They claimed that Terry was sick and tired of playing the good political housewife who had nothing but good things to say about her lying, cheating, scoundrel of a husband. They also claim that when Jean had run up a $4,000 credit card bill with his lover, that Terry knew what she had to do. They claim that Terry was a desperate woman who was on the brink of losing her mind. They said that Terry thought like this. He's taken everything from me. My freedom He's taken advantage of my love for him. And now, after running up a $4,000 credit card bill with his lover, he wants the money and the equity out of my home? That was too much. So prosecutors contended that Terry intended to execute Jean that night in the couple's home. When Terry's defense began presenting her case, they told the complete opposite story that Basically, Terry did not know she was shooting Jean that night in the basement. They also claimed that Terry did not have her glasses or contacts on, and it was impossible for her to see clearly who the person was in her home. They also claimed that while police and prosecution claimed that Terry did not step in any blood or make a mess on her way up to run out of the home and call 911, the defense contradicted that by presenting evidence that Terry had indeed stepped in Jean's blood. She had some on her heel and the bottom of her pajama pants. They also claimed that the reason Terry smelled of soap when police arrived is that because about 30 to 45 minutes prior, she had taken a shower and briefly washed her hair. The damp clothes that they found were a load of laundry she had done earlier in the evening. And when Terry herself got on the stand, she tearfully recounted how she did not know who the man was in her dark basement that night. The prosecutor also, by his own admission, tried to trick Terry into contradicting herself and incriminating herself on the stand. He also tried to get angry emotions out of Terry, and none of his techniques worked. Both sides felt they had strong evidence that supported their cases. After two days of deliberation, a Albuquerque, New Mexico jury would find Terry Gilbert 
not guilty on all counts relating to the death of her husband, Jean Gilbert. Jean's family was outraged and stunned. His co-workers and friends were heartbroken. Terry let out tears of joy and thanked her attorneys and was even thanking God that justice had prevailed. And according to the prosecutor, not even 10 seconds after the not guilty verdicts was read, Terry Gilbert looked at him and winked, indicating to him that Terry Gilbert had gotten away with murder. This has been Till Death Do Us Part, episode 14.